0: Hello! And welcome to episode 53 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pinnell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business, or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and to inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. And because this is episode 53, and because we're a weekly podcast that means that you've now had one full year of vegan business tribe in your earlobes so you could consider this episode to be the start of season two if you like and over this last year vegan business tribe has just gone from strength to strength and we could not have done it without you Our members are really what make Vegan Business Tribe. We really couldn't do all of this without you. And I think that Lisa and I will probably record a special Christmas podcast in a few weeks as our 2021 roundup of Vegan Business Tribe and everything that's happened this year. From leading our members through the group crowdfunding program that we did at the start of the year, to all the collaborations we've done with other amazing vegan business superstar influencers, people like Katrina Fox and Kathleen Gage, and all the live talks and the events that we've been at this year, from Global VegFest to Vegan Campout to Plant-Based World Europe, and even Vegan Interior Design Week that I was on a panel on just this week. And also all the amazing collaborations that have happened between our vegan business tribe members over this last year year that have really moved not just their businesses forward, but also the vegan cause. And you don't really get to hear enough from Lisa on this podcast. So I think recording a more live roundup of 2021 with both of us together, that's just going to be a great way for us to celebrate the year and also tell you what we've got planned for next. And as you know, this podcast and a lot of the work we do is funded by our membership site over at veganbusinesstribe.com. So... If you love what we do and want to be part of our vegan mission and support everything we do to champion vegan business worldwide, then over on the website, not only will you find all our content and how we can support you as a vegan business, but you'll also get access to our amazing community of other vegan business owners just like you. Because we know That just being vegan can be isolating enough sometimes, but running a vegan business, that can be even more so, which is why a huge part of our mission at Vegan Business Tribe is connecting vegan businesses together so that you can work together, support each other, and just help make a bigger impact on the world with our vegan businesses. But when you join us at Vegan Business Tribe, you also get to access our full community hub. And that's where you can get to know the other members. You can join our online networking meetups on Zoom. You can study our courses and collections. And also get access to myself and Lisa through our business clinics. And right now, If you sign up as a member, you also get a 30-minute welcome one-to-one with myself and Lisa. And that's just so that we can find out more about you and your business and see how we can help and support you too. And the best part is it's not expensive to be part of Vegan Business Tribe. We're talking about the equivalent of buying a coffee once a week from your local coffee shop. But your support Really makes all the difference. So, if you want to find out more about everything you get as being a member of Vegan Business Tribe, and at the same time know that you're helping to keep this podcast on the air, then head over to veganbusinesstribe.com and just click on the big join button on the homepage to find out more. Now, Talking about what we're planning to do with Vegan Business Tribe next year, this is where I effortlessly and seamlessly segue into this week's topic. Because when Lisa and I sit down and plan everything that we want to do with Vegan Business Tribe, one of the first questions we ask ourselves is how on earth are we going to find time to do it all? Now, we're fortunate... Because Lisa and I, we've got really complementary skill sets. I'm the person shouting and waving my arms about, and Lisa, she's the one that makes everything else happen. So Lisa manages our community, she sets up our systems and our automation, she manages our inbox and social media, and she keeps us really human in all our communications and interactions with members. If I tend to be the face or rather the voice of Vegan Business Tribe, then Lisa is the heart. But if it was just one of us running Vegan Business Tribe, then we would have to seriously cut down the amount of output that we'd be able to manage – I couldn't put out all this business advice and content every week if I was also trying to keep on top of all our messages and manage our community and events. And Lisa, she wouldn't be able to manage our community and engage with so many new members if she had the pressure of putting out a podcast every week. But even with two of us, we still find ourselves saying that we just don't have enough time in the day. And I don't think that there's a business owner in the world that doesn't have that thought probably pretty regularly. In fact, on the first Monday of every month, Lisa runs a goal-setting and accountability session with our Vegan Business Tribe members. And this is where everyone sets their goals for the month and then breaks those goals down into individual tasks. And when Lisa asks people, just to put in the chat, what are their barriers to achieving their goals this month? The number one reason that is given every single month is lack of time. We just don't have enough time to achieve our goals and we'd all be hugely successful by now if only we could just find that extra hour in the day or that extra day in the week to get stuff done. But you're too busy with everything else that you've got going on in both your business and your life right now. Your customers and your clients, keeping on top of your inbox. You've got deadlines. You need to support your family. You just feel that pressure to work more and more hours. And the more that you work, the more that time seems to get filled up with the things that are not moving your business forwards. Now, this is important. If this is you and you're struggling with time on a general day-to-day basis, so you just never seem to have enough time, then there is no point trying to just find more time to do those everyday tasks that you're already struggling to do because it will never get better. You will never find the time to finish those tasks. The key is to create space. So, that you can spend some time working out how to make those things take up less of your time or how to get rid of them entirely. It's like do you treat the symptoms or do you find a cure for the root problem? So, maybe all your time is getting taken up putting together proposals for new customers. If so, you need to create space so that you can work out a way to template those proposals, meaning you can create them in a fraction of a time and build a system that potential customers go through first to pre-qualify them. Then you're only spending time creating proposals for those that you know have got the right budget and are already ready to buy. Or are you spending all your time managing staff? If so, make the time to create the tools and the support that they need to be able to be more autonomous. We once did some work with a company that had a full sales team, but the business owner, they were still responsible for putting together every single quote for the work the company did. Because the business owner thought that they were the only person in the business who had enough experience to get that quote right. When in reality... All the business owner was doing was creating a bottleneck and that was losing sales because it was taking a week to get back to potential customers with a price. All the owner needed to do was just create the time to build a spreadsheet that covered all the eventualities and just set some standardised pricing for those parts of a job that they were putting bespoke prices together for. And once they'd done this the sales team could then start doing all the quoting themselves and that just freed up the owner's time to work on moving the business forwards. And once they had all that information in a spreadsheet, it was then only one more step to put all that into an online calculator on their website. And that meant that customers could generate a quote themselves, leaving the salespeople just to focus on the customers who were ready to buy and already had the budget. The business owner, they didn't need to make more time so that they could do more quotes and turn them around faster. They needed to make time to build a system that meant that they didn't need to do the quotes at all in the first place. Because, believe it or not, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. Think of anyone who you hold in high regard. It might be Sir Richard Branson, or it might be green industrialist Dale Vince. It might be Oprah Winfrey or Usain Bolt. It might be Mahatma Gandhi or Maya Angelou. We all have our own heroes, but they all had the same 24 hours in the day that you have. What was different is how they used them. Do you think that Venus Williams would have become a world number one tennis player if she'd spent all her time responding to emails? Do you think that Melanie Perkins, who is the youngest female CEO of a tech startup valued at over $1 billion, would have taken her company Canva to those heights if she'd just agreed to have a meeting with anyone who sent her an email asking for one? And this is the main thing that I want you to take away from this session. You not having enough time, it's harming your business. It is stopping you from moving your business forwards. It means you're not working on the business to help it grow. You are working in the business to maintain the status quo. And if that's the reality of where you are right now, then I'd advise you to just go get a job working for somebody else. The benefits will be better and you probably earn more money with less stress. But if you own your own business, then you have the ability to get people to work to your agenda. And this seems to be news to some people. But you, you can dictate how you do business. You are not a potted plant. If you don't like the situation you are in, then you've got the power to change that. All you have to do is give yourself the permission. Let me tell you, as somebody who used to regularly work over 80 hours a week, in fact, in points in my career, it wasn't unusual for me to work 100-hour weeks. And Lisa will tell you what fun that was living with someone who spends that much time at work. But just working more hours, it does not give you more time. And it took me way too long to work that out. If you just work more hours to try and get everything done, then two things happen. One, your productivity and motivation, they just drop. So something that should have taken you a morning ends up taking all day to do. And two, all the things that are actually taking up your time they just expand and take up more of it. So, if you're struggling to keep on top of your inbox, that is not a problem that can be solved by throwing more time at it. If your messages are never-ending, then all spending more time answering emails does is create more emails. You know, you block off a morning to answer the 20 or so emails sat waiting in your inbox. And when you log back in later in that day, not only have you got 10 new messages come in, but those 20 people, they've all replied, meaning that you're even less on top of your inbox than you were at the start of the day or it might be your social media messages, or it might be LinkedIn requests. And I could literally spend all day, every day, doing nothing but responding to messages, notifications, and connection requests on LinkedIn. And if it wasn't for Lisa, then I probably would. Because Lisa knows what is a productive use of our time. Lisa knows that if you can set up a system that means that, one... The emails and messages, they don't land in your inbox in the first place. So, what information and resources can you have available? What communication processes can you put in place to mean that somebody actually contacting you, that's the last resort they have to take? And two, if someone does contact you, that you've already got pre-written templated or even automated responses ready to send back that funnels people to take an action that doesn't need another response. If you can make the time to create these systems then imagine all the future time that that's going to free up. I've seen Lisa clear out an inbox of over 100 messages in under an hour using pre-written conversation flows which are linked to various different online resources and systems. Somebody needs to set up a meeting with us, paste in the templated message for booking a meeting and that's got a link to our online booking system. And yes, the email goes on to tell them the meeting will be for half an hour. Yes, you have to write in when you book the meeting what you want to cover in the session when you're booking it. And yes, we only have meetings on Wednesdays. And yes, the slots you can see on the booking calendar, they're the only slots we've got available. And by doing this, Lisa has effectively killed the whole email tennis match you play when someone's trying to book a meeting with one carefully pre-written message linked to some great online systems. And no, it's not impersonal because Lisa opens and closes each one with a lovely quick personal message relevant to the person that she's talking to. And if she had typed out the whole message instead of copying and pasting the bulk of it, she would have just written pretty much the same thing anyway, but it would have taken her 10 times as long. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, it's okay for you, You're running a membership site. That will never work for me because I get bespoke emails that really need me to spend ages coming up with a response to. Then that's exactly the same with us. We don't just have Vegan Business Tribe going on in our lives. We also run a consultancy. We're always getting messages from people wanting to collaborate or asking for our advice on a business that they're looking to set up or to grow We help companies get their products registered with the Vegan Society's vegan trademark. We have a busy old inbox. In fact, we've got several busy old inboxes. But imagine that you are a shop. So, messages coming into your inbox or new inquiries, they are people walking into that shop. And it is your job to steer those people just to the products that you want to sell in the most efficient way possible. Let me illustrate this with an example of somebody sending us a message asking for help or advice about their business, which is something we get a lot of. Now, first, The old way that we used to do it. And I say we, but I actually mean the old way that I would do it before Lisa got involved. So I would receive an email or a LinkedIn message from somebody wanting some help with their business. I would spend maybe a quarter of an hour, trying to find out more information about them or their business online. And then I'd spend another 15 minutes writing them a response and also asking some questions to try and pre-qualify them. They would then come back with another longer email with lots of information, and that'd take me another 20 minutes to go through it and digest it. And before we know it, we've both spent a couple of hours with an email conversation just going backwards and forwards. That neither of us really know where it's heading, and we're both potentially going to be disappointed when we finally get there. Because I'm trying to work out if they've got some money and if they're potential customers for our consultancy. So if it's worth me setting up a call or a meeting, but they might just be trying to get some validation on an idea or get some free advice because they know we know this marketplace and support vegan businesses. But it's a huge time sink, and you only need a handful of these conversations going on at the same time with different people, and that's your entire bandwidth used up. So, let me tell you what happens now. Now, Lisa intercepts any email before I even see it, because I'm my own worst enemy. I want to help everyone and everyone, and I say yes to everything, whereas Lisa... Lisa's our shopkeeper. So instead of me spending all that time trying to find out more, Lisa simply lays out what is in our shop with a pre-written email. And it starts by thanking someone for getting in touch. It tells them that their business sounds amazing because it usually does. And these are the options that they now have. One, if they're looking for one-on-one consultancy and they've got the budget for it, then go take a look at the websites for our consultancy. And that outlines the work we do and how much it costs. Or two, if they're vegan themselves and they've got a vegan business, then go take a look at Vegan Business Tribe. Because if they sign up, to Vegan Business Tribe, then as part of that, they'll get a free welcome one-to-one with myself and Lisa, where we can give our feedback on their business or their business idea. All they've got to do is click on the diary link on the confirmation page after they've signed up. And in that one simple pre-written email template, which Lisa always personalises so that it doesn't seem like a template. In a few seconds, Lisa has dealt with an inquiry that I would likely let blossom into hours of conversation and work to have to deal with. But it's not just for template. It's the systems that that template leads people to. The website pages that we've set up, clearly outlining what you get. The one-to-one booking system that this leads into. And yes, still just Wednesdays and still just 30 minutes. And no, we don't have any other slots available other than those you can see. Most people's response to this is to send a very quick message back, just thanking Lisa for replying and saying how great the information was and that they'll go take a look. And quite often, the next thing we know is that they've signed up to Vegan Business Tribe and their one-to-one meeting appears in our calendar, booked for a couple of weeks' time, without us doing anything else. Some people reply saying that they've got the budget for engaging with us through our consultancy, and usually I then give them a call for what is already a really well qualified sales conversation. A select few, they respond saying that they don't want to do either. Can't they just set up a call with us instead? And the answer is, very politely, go reread the previous email. Because as a business, You can't spend all your time engaging with people about what you don't have in your shop. If you're a hat shop and someone is coming in asking for motor oil, you can't spend an hour working out if you can still sell this person motor oil or not. In that time, you could have sold three more hats. Now, I'm making a little bit of a joke analogy there, but this is really serious. Because if you've got a vegan business, then it's likely that part of your mission is to move the vegan cause forwards. You might make a product that knocks an animal-based product off the shelf. You might service and support other vegan companies that are just doing amazing work in the vegan scene. You might even help people directly and have a really positive impact on their lives through the work that you do. And you can't help us move the vegan course forwards if you're spending all your time answering emails instead of doing all the important things you need to do to grow your vegan business. So how do you actually make that time to work on your business and not in your business. If you're already struggling to find the time just to keep up with the day-to-day running of a business, then how do you create even more time to lift yourself out of that hole? Well, this probably is not the answer you're wanting to hear. But a lack of time, it isn't usually actually a lack of time. It's a lack of joy. Do you remember when you first set up your business? Do you remember how much enthusiasm you had and how much time you created to do it? Do you remember jumping out of bed in the morning or looking forward to the weekend when you had time to work on your new baby? Do you remember the joy you had when you got your first sale or when you got your website online or when someone just first shared one of your social media posts? If you want to be able to create more time, then you need to reconnect with that joy. Because when you do, you'll find that creating time all of a sudden doesn't seem to be as much of an issue. You'll find that instead of looking forward to finishing off that Netflix series this evening, instead you're looking forward to spending a couple of hours creating that extra page of resources on your website that you can direct people to instead of having to write the same email response 10 times a day. You decide that you're going to spend your Saturday morning learning how to automate your meeting booking system so that you don't have to spend ages playing calendar tennis. You start to get excited again about freeing up your time by automating or even getting rid of completely all those admin tasks that you find yourself doing every single day. You get excited because you know that doing this means you have more time to actually make a difference in the world by moving your business forwards. You rediscover and reconnect with your joy. And finding that joy, that might mean having to reconnect with why you are doing what you are doing in the first place. If part of you having your own vegan business is to move a vegan cause forwards, then go and reconnect with that cause. Go find your local vegan activism group and join them for some leafleting in the town centre. Go find your next local animal rights march and take part in it. Contact your local animal sanctuary and ask if they're looking for volunteers. Visit your local vegan event and see if they've got any speakers that you can go and listen to. Vegan Business Tribe came about because Lisa and I, we sat in on a session that activist John Arwin did at Scarborough Vegan Festival about how just being vegan, it isn't enough. Reconnect with the reason that you wanted to have a vegan business in the first place and ask yourself are you actually now making that change that you wanted to see in the world or are you spending all your time just doing admin keep a record of all the change you are making. Every time that we've helped a Vegan Business Tribe member, or every time that two of our member companies have come together to launch a collaboration, or just when we've made a big impact, such as getting an organisation to start engaging with veganism because of some of the activity we've done, Lisa writes it down in our WINS document. Then Anytime we need some confirmation that we're actually making a difference, we pull up that document and read back through it just to remind ourselves what a difference we've made so far. And trust me, it's become a very long document. It is a real validation to us of a change that we're making. And for me, If there is a task that will have a big impact on our business, if there is something that will really move us forwards, then I create the extra time to do it by cashing in my unproductive time. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, let's take the example of our online marketing course on the Vegan Business Tribe website. We've got a full 24-module course on how to promote your vegan business. And even though I do say it myself, it's a damn good course. It has helped so many of our members completely reapproach how they market their business. But we didn't have the time to write this course. I wrote it at a time when we were starting a new business while also trying to keep on top of other paid customer work or give time to our families and deal with all sorts of other pressures that were going on for our time. I was already working long hours. There was no time to also fit in writing a 90,000-word course on marketing a vegan business. But having that course... That was a cornerstone of our strategy for Vegan Business Tribe. It was something that we knew would really move us forward and give value. So, I swapped where I was spending my time. I set my alarm for 4.30am every weekday for a month. And the vast majority of that course, it was written in the twilight hours between 5am and 8.30am, before the rest of the world got going. I created a beautiful three and a half uninterrupted hours at the start of every workday to work on something really valuable. As soon as half past eight came around, the emails start dropping in, the messages start coming, heads start popping around by office door saying good morning, the family starts whatsapping, and I'm back into my standard distracted day. And you can do the same. If you are at your desk for 5am, then by the time the usual start time of 9am rolls around, you've already done half a day's work. Do that for just a week. And you've created an extra two and a half days within that week. That's two and a half days that your competitors don't have. That's 20 hours to finally do the thing that is stopping your business from moving forwards. Do it for a single month and that's an extra 80 hours that you have created. So you still don't think you've got the time to move your business forwards? Now, don't get me wrong. I am a big advocate for having a good work-life balance, especially with how my life used to be. But what you are actually doing is swapping the time from something unproductive to something that will make a real difference. Because getting up earlier, that means going to bed earlier. And don't try to get up that early, but still go to sleep at midnight. It just doesn't work. But what do you actually do of any real value after 9pm anyway? And yes, it might mean that you need to give up Netflix for a week. It might mean that you find yourself going to bed the same time as your kids. And that's fine. If in return, you are creating time to work on something of real value, not just using that time to clear out your inbox. And if you think that you can't possibly get up that early, well... If you were going away on holiday tomorrow morning and you had to set an alarm for 4.30am to catch your plane, then I am sure you would have no trouble convincing yourself to get to bed early. Creating time to work on making your business successful, it really is your duty. Give yourself permission to block out a day in your diary to improve something in your business that will free up your time day to day. Even book a holiday to do it. Yes, book a week off work. Tell all your customers that you're going away. Put on the email autoresponder and then spend that week working on something that will set you up for years to come. And if you're listening to this, thinking that this is just all too much effort for you or it's not what you signed up for with a business, well, remember, no one is forcing you to do any of this. You've always got two options. Either make the time to do the things that you need to do to make your business successful and move it forward, or don't, and stay exactly where you are now. It is going to be hard work. But no one said you can't have fun whilst doing it. And it's always better when you surround yourself with other people who are on the same mission and who share your ethics. That's why as well as Lisa's goal setting and accountability workshops, we recently launched our virtual co-working sessions too so we bring together a virtual room full of vegan business tribe members on zoom we quickly go around the room and tell each other what we're going to be working on and then we hit mute and we get to work with our fellow vegans in the background at the end of that first hour we'll have a quick catch-up to see how everyone is getting on with their own tasks and then we repeat it again for a second hour and the feedback we get from members after these co-working sessions, it is brilliant. Two hours where you're joining us and you have to close down your email, put your phone on silent, and block out time in your diary to work on a specific task. And even though Lisa is running the session, she actually uses that focused time to get her own work done, too. She'll use that time to schedule all our social media posts for the week, meaning that she (laughs) is being doubly efficient. Not only is she running an event for members, but she's also getting our social media done at the same time. Don't underestimate the power of focus. Read any memoir from a successful business person and you will be amazed at how much they section off their time to work and focus on specific tasks or projects to move the business forward. Richard Branson, he will clear his diary for a month where the only people who can get hold of him are his close family and the other people who are working on the same project that he's working on. His assistants, they are charged to handle everything else that comes in. And this might be an option for you as well, because as a business owner, you develop skills and some of those skills you can use to move your business forwards, but others, they're skills that you've developed just because there's no one else but you to do it. So social media or business admin work, your accounts, SEO, prospecting on LinkedIn, sending out your product, maybe even making your products. These are all things that may well be better done by somebody else other than the person in charge of the business. I mean, do you reckon Richard Branson does his own social media? Now, I am a big advocate of learning new skills so that you know how everything in your business works, but only so that once you've mastered it, you've got more confidence to brief somebody else to do it even making your products. I've met some amazing vegan business owners that as soon as they have proved that there was a market for the product they were making, the first thing they did was sub out the actual production of that product so that they could concentrate on building the business. You can't be both in the kitchen or workshop and at the networking events or pitching events all at the same time. Ask yourself... Are you building a business or are you just building a job for yourself? Because if the latter, then just go get a job working for someone else. Because like I said, the benefits will be better. It will be far less hassle and you'll likely earn more money. Oh, and you'll also be able to clock off at 5pm every day. But if you are committed to building a business, then build a business. Look at where your time is being spent. Does it need to be you with all your skills doing all the things that you are doing at the moment? Or is doing all those tasks what is actually stopping you from building a business? Could you give that work to someone else who will be able to do it faster and maybe even when you work out what your time is worth an hour, cheaper? When Lisa and I stopped doing our own accounts and we moved over to Vegan Accountants, which is headed up by Vegan Business Tribe member Keith Lesser, for example, that freed up a massive amount of room on our plate to focus on other things. So doing so, it's probably saved us money. And if you find a good virtual assistant or AVA as they are known, then part of you handing over responsibility for some of your tasks, that will include having to write those email sequences and responses so that when somebody asks a question, your assistant can send them an answer on your behalf. It will make you put together that spreadsheet for generating quote requests instead of doing each one bespoke so that somebody else can do them for you. We've got a number of vegan virtual assistants as members at Vegan Business Tribe and they will believe in your mission to help bring about a vegan world and they will love to help you out. So, what's it going to be? I know that you wouldn't be listening to a podcast on creating more time if this wasn't a problem that you're facing at the moment. And you especially wouldn't have listened pretty much to the end. But I will reiterate that for a lot of people, being able to find more time comes down to two things. One, reconnecting with your joy and your reason for having a vegan business in the first place. Because with joy comes motivation and with motivation comes focus. And two, giving yourself permission to change. And I'll repeat it again, you are not a potted plant. You have the agency to make changes to the structure of your day, how you work, even where you work. If every Friday afternoon you want to go and work from your local vegan cafe and just leave your phone at home to concentrate on a specific task, you know you can do that, right? If meetings are disrupting your days too much during the week, you can set a meeting day and make that the only day of the week that you'll do meetings on. And if that means that someone has to wait two, maybe three weeks before they can get a meeting with you then that's okay too. Hardly anyone makes a comment to us when they click on Lisa and mine's Vegan Business Tribe one-to-one calendar and see that it's booked up for the next few weeks. In fact, it's an indication that we're people who are in demand and that people want to speak too. And if someone just can't wait, then just let it go. The amount of times in the past that I've caved in, and of course it's me, not Lisa, and offered somebody an off-schedule meeting slot just because I thought it was going to be a dream client or an amazing opportunity, only then to find out that it simply wasn't. It was someone wanting something for free, but using their company name and some bluster just to jump the queue. And I've learned that if somebody who's just contacted you has space in their diary to organise a meeting at short notice, then they're probably someone who you can let wait for your time. Because you do have to manage your time. You cannot do two things at once. You cannot say yes to getting a client's work finished for a deadline and then spend all those days when you should be doing that work responding to people's emails. You cannot set yourself goals in the business and then not put the time aside to actually do the work that's going to move your business forwards. As I often say to Lisa, you cannot try to make two demands on the same period of time. You cannot park a car in a garage that already has a car in it, no matter how much you try and cram it in. So, We are coming to the end now, and this has been a really interesting session because, as I said at the start, when we're running our goal-setting workshops or on our weekly business clinics, this question about time being a barrier, it comes up again and again. And yes, some people genuinely have less time to spend on their business. They may have a young family, or they might be a carer for a family member or a friend. They might have a full-time job and they're building a business on evenings and weekends. But a lack of time, it is rarely the real barrier. It's a case of becoming disciplined with where that time is spent. It's about getting people working to your agenda so that you can build a business that serves them better rather than being pressured to work on other people's agendas and not being able to move forward. So let's just find another couple of minutes to recap on what we've spoken about today on how to make more time in your business. Point one. If you're struggling with time on a general basis, then there is no point trying to find more time just to do those everyday tasks that you're already struggling to do. Create space so that you can spend time working out how to make those things take up less of your time or how to get rid of them entirely. Two, we've all got the same 24 hours in the day. What makes the difference is how you use that time. You need to work on the business to help it grow, not just in the business to maintain that status quo. Three, if you don't like the situation that you find yourself in, then you've got the power to change it. You are not a potted plant. All you have to do is give yourself permission. You can't help us move the vegan cause forwards if you're spending all your time answering emails instead of doing the important things that you need to do to grow your vegan business. Four, a lack of time isn't often a lack of time. It's a lack of joy. If you can reconnect with your joy, then creating time, all of a sudden, that doesn't seem to be such an issue. Five, cash in your unproductive time. Being at your desk for 5am for just a single week, that creates an extra two and a half working days within that week. That's 20 extra hours to do the thing that is stopping your business from moving forwards. And six, There are lots of things in your business that might be better done by someone other than you. Will subbing out tasks to someone else actually save you money in the long run? Because it will give you the space to grow the business. And that's pretty much it. And I really do hope that this session, and this session especially, makes a difference to you. And if it does, then reach out and send us an email at Vegan Business Tribe, because then Lisa can include you in our WINS document. And if it has made a difference, even just your motivation to change how you use your time, then I'm going to ask you a couple of favours in return before I let you go. And I know, I know, I am so demanding. But first could I ask you to make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast? It does make a real difference, and it makes sure that you get a notification for each new episode. But if your platform allows it, can I also ask you to leave us a five-star rating or a thumbs up? And if you're listening on iTunes, you can even write us a quick review. And thank you to Dana Banana, Langtree Laura, Keithy Helsinki, Laura Chepner, T-S-F-16, Hannah P-93, Home Shared, and Cheeky Kitties, who have all recently left us some amazing reviews on iTunes. And I'm assuming that they're not your real names, but thank you all the same for just some really kind words about this podcast. We do read all those reviews. And second, if you did find this episode useful, I would be really grateful if you can help us share it too so maybe you're in a vegan business group or you've got your own vegan whatsapp or linkedin group because the more vegan businesses that we can get this information to the more people we can inspire to really make an impact with their vegan business and then the quicker we all move towards that vegan world so thank you so much for listening lisa and i we always really appreciate your time